This is the Radical RMT podcast, where I talk to radical massage therapists, chat about the unique lifestyle we have in this profession, and cover topics we care about beyond the massage table. My name is Krista Dix. I'm a registered massage therapist with over a decade of experience. If you want an inspiring career that leads to an incredible life, stay tuned. Kat Pugliese, how did I do? Good? Perfect. Okay, excellent. (laughs) Kat, welcome to the Radical RMT podcast. I am super excited to chat with you. This is the first time uh, meeting you, really, um, over over this podcast. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, so basically, uh, I mean, I do want you to explain your your intro um, yourself as as to what uh, brings you to the podcast, of course. Um, but a little bit about how I um, discovered you was uh, through Nathan Walton, who was on uh, episode fourteen of the Radical RMT. He has two parts because he he's got a lot to uh, to say, which is wonderful. Um, and uh, I noticed um, you were part of a peer group that um, you both were tagged in. And so I kind of went down the rabbit hole of learning a little bit more about you. And I discovered that, yes, you're a massage therapist here in Ottawa. Um, one of your um, skills is in AM Ashiatsu. And you are also a singer, songwriter, musician, uh, very active in the Ottawa uh, music scene. So I was super excited um, to talk to you um, to learn how, how that combines with your massage therapy. Amazing. Yes. Um, so um, go ahead. No, you can continue. Sorry. No, it's okay. Just wanted. So tell us a little bit about. Um, so, I mean, the, the first thing that brings you to the podcast is because you're a <laughs> massage therapist. Um, can you talk a little bit about what brought you to massage therapy and what you're doing right now in the profession? Yeah. So I was always very interested in like um, health and wellness. And um, since I was little, you know, I always liked that healthcare. Um, and in my teens, I got super into yoga. And I actually became a yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. And then it was through a friend of mine, actually. She was, she told me about a massage therapist that she was seeing. And I didn't even really know that much about massage therapy at the time, like when I was younger. Um, but then she was like, oh, you need to try this. So then I actually went for a treatment. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This is like healing with hands. I was like, this is like totally right up my alley. Um, so then I enrolled in training to become a massage therapist. Um, and actually, yeah, Nathan was my instructor. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's, I felt like it was like the perfect mesh. It was like science, but then also a little bit of art and it was, you know, natural healing, which I like. Um, And I also loved the fact that I could be working for myself, you know, make, you know, making more of my own schedule so that I had time for my other passions, like singing, um, like you were saying. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Take take us into the uh, yoga piece of it as well. So you're, you were originally a yoga instructor, 
prior to becoming mm-hmm. a massage therapist. And mm-hmm. the massage seems like a, a great, um, a great compliment to, to the yoga yeah. and also just to your curiosities. Um, was there yeah. any financial decision involved in that as well? Or long, like long-term outlook on, um, on a career in yoga before you jumped into massage? Um, I, so I was doing, I was teaching yoga and I was like, I don't think that I, this is real. Like when I was doing it at the time, I was like, I don't think this is realistic to be, um, you know, making this my main career, you know, it's a little bit, it would be a lot on the body, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I discovered massage, I was like, this is the perfect, yeah, it would be a perfect compliment. Um, and then also I just figured when I'm working with clients too, I have like all of that, all the stretches and all the poses of yoga that I could, you know, give to clients at the end to do for home care. Um, so yeah. Hundred percent. That's awesome. And then, mm-hmm. um, I, just looking at a, a little bit of your background as well, do you still um, do you still teach yoga now, um, as well as do massage? So I took um, I took a few years off of teaching yoga, um, but I just actually recently, I think it was this February of this year. I um, started working at the Peace Room, which Mm -hmm. is an amazing meditation center in Ottawa. Um, And so I teach a, we call it a yoga bliss class. So it's total restorative plus meditation and breath work. Mm -hmm. So I do that now. Um, Yeah. So I'm happy to bring it back in because I was missing it. I was like, I want to start teaching again. Yeah. Yeah. Is there yeah. any hands-on involved in that in that yoga bliss class, or are you just yeah. guiding through restorative um, postures? And no, there there is there is hands-on, which is amazing. So I, it's not like a it's not the same as going for an actual massage. Like I'm not using any like oil or lotion, but I do like nice gentle compressions when they're in the poses to help them, you know, sink into the poses deeper. So it's really it's a really nice class. <laughs> Wonderful. And um, so you also briefly mentioned that uh, massage therapy seemed like a really good fit because you could be a bit more independent and that would leave more time for your passions. Uh, Did you know that moving like right into massage therapy that it would leave you with a lot of uh, free time to to do other other things um, or did you sort of discover that halfway through or are you still finding that balance? Well, that's one of the main, like, that's what I really liked about this career, too, was just that I knew, I'm like, oh, I would love to make my own schedule. I always knew that I was not meant to work in, like, an office, like, nine-to-five job. That was just not an, not an option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in the beginning, when I first started working, it was definitely harder to maintain the, ba- the balance because I was, you know, just starting out. Like, I've been, I've been a massage therapist now for four years now mm-hmm. so I felt the first I think the first two years because I was still you know new to the job getting used to all all the things that come with that it was harder to make as much time for my music because I wanted to focus more on massage and getting really good at my skills and everything and building up a client space for sure um, but now I'm finding more of a balance and I'm like okay I went too far <laughs> too far focusing on that now I'm kind of more in the middle I find I kind of like go back and forth like I I spend you know like some time focusing more on my music and then it goes back to massage back and forth it's like a little ebb and flow Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
it's never a perfect balance, but I definitely feel now more that I've made a lot more time for my music because I want to focus more on that. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, tell everybody um, what it is about uh, music that you love. What do you like? You're a singer, songwriter, musician uh, here in Ottawa. Tell everybody sort of what you what you've accomplished um, as uh, for your passion. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's been a part of my life since I was young. <laughs> my biggest passion was music. Um, I started off. Uh, I studied classical piano my entire childhood and then I got into poetry and then I started writing music and when I was actually in high school um, I started working on recording an EP but then I never really finished it and then like you know years go by and then I get into massage and everything and then it was kind of on the back burner but then last year um, when I really decided to take it more seriously and put a lot more focus and energy into it um, I met with an incredible um, recording studio. They're called the Shoebox. Mm-hmm. They used to be called Shoebox Manatic, but now it's Shoebox Canada. Um, two amazing guys that I worked with. And I spent the year, most of the year, recording um, my first EP. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So now it was released this this year, January 7th. So now you can find it on all platforms like Spotify, Apple, all pretty much all platforms you can find it even youtube so there's five songs on it and yeah, i'm super excited about it i'm still like promoting it um yeah and i had a couple shows earlier in the year but now <laughs> the coronavirus there's a little bit of um i won't be doing any shows for a little bit but definitely doing lots of live videos on like my Instagram and I have a YouTube channel too. Um, if you look up my name, Pat Pug, I post like a lot of like, yeah, my live videos, performances, and stuff like that. So super fun. Amazing. Um, well, cool. yeah. congratulations on the EP. Um, after such a, a long time to uh, to accomplish that dream, um, that's yeah. really awesome. What's the Ottawa music? community like um i like right now how i mean it sounds um like you were very well supported by this recording studio but in general what what is it like to be an artist um you know the ottawa music community is actually amazing and so supportive i you know everyone's trying to support each other you know rooting for each other just very friendly and um, yeah, the more that I like play and get to know everyone, the more I'm like, wow, there's so many, there's so many talented artists in Ottawa that like I didn't even realize before, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, no, they're very, everyone's really supportive and I don't get, there's no like real competitive vibe, which I like, you know, it's kind of like we're all, yeah, we're all here for each other, supporting each other, That's which good. is how it should be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it sounds like there's lots of opportunities to play live and to collaborate. And, and then, of course, Absolutely. now there's social media. So you have yeah. um, more of a reach. Uh, even if there's no direct audience, you can always uh, just put your creativity out there um, to, to who you have, you know, immediately in, uh, in your social media circle there. So that's mm-hmm. exactly. That's awesome. Are you yeah. um, experiencing 
any changes right now in your um and like the music that you're playing the songs that you're writing um based on obviously what's going on right now or maybe um like just just having that time to yourself are you noticing any shifts in in how you're creating yes very much so um it's a good question um so obviously since the coronavirus you know, I'm not able, I'm not going to work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Massaging. There's all of the, all of the external, you know, things around us. You know, like we have no distractions right now. So as an artist myself, I'm like, wow, this is, I'm actually viewing it as like a beautiful opportunity. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, when do I get an opportunity to just completely focus on my art? You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. So I'm really, I'm embracing this time. And I've noticed yeah, my style is definitely changing a lot, you know, like, because songs that I wrote on the EP, you know, I wrote those like, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So since then, like, you know, my voice has continued to develop and my, my, um, my writing has changed. Um, so, yeah, I'm writing some pretty, I feel like the best word is deeper songs, more like okay. even more heartfelt. <laughs> okay. Just like, you know, like, I'm like, yeah that are coming out of me cool so yeah I've been actually like writing a lot during this time and um yeah I think there's another album or EP on the horizon for sure amazing um is um with uh sorry with your schedule before um you know sort of everybody being in in isolation um what did it look like before as you're um, a musician creating performing and then you know massaging on top of that teaching yoga can you give us an example of of maybe what the schedule would look like when you would find time um to to create yeah for sure so i usually For me, I always get the most inspired in the evening. I'm, you know, like sometimes morning, but so like I'd usually, you know, work in the day and then I would, yeah, usually at night is when I would like focus a lot and get like a lot of my creative inspiration. Um, And I would make sure, you know, even if I wasn't, even if I wasn't creating a song or, you know, I was, I would just try to sit at the piano or write or play with my guitar at least once every day just go to it and mm-hmm. keep like the creative I try to keep the creative flow going because if I if I would leave it for too long I found I would get kind of you know stuck a little yep. bit so just every day honestly and um yeah the way I had it with my schedule um yeah I would I would work four days of massaging and then the one day teaching the yoga and then so that was five days and then yeah I would just like pick pick blocks in the day I'm like okay I would look at my day and I'm like okay I have some free time here I'm gonna set aside time for writing and Mm -hmm. I would make it a priority it's like it's it's a priority to me you know above really like (laughs) other things oh that's that's, fair (laughs) yeah yeah you know so just make sure to leave it a priority yeah, I think that's actually but then also my own self care things too. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of things in the day. Yeah, but I'm sure creating and and sort of just using that as an outlet is a form of self care for you as well. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I think that um, the concept of discipline is really 
important and for you just to Mm -hmm. say like you carve out that time you look at your schedule you're you just show up whether and you just like write or you know play on the piano or whatever just to just to to create and otherwise things can become a bit stagnant Um, I think that a lot of people um, creativity wise or trying something new or or anything really I think that they forget that um, you know the good stuff just doesn't appear um no. you, you do have to um sort of just tinker at it and and then Absolutely. over over time uh, it, it comes out but just that discipline to show up is mm-hmm. really important so that's really great mm-hmm. that that you said that and and it, it shows you know obviously with um you having having that dream of the ep and then moving forward and and being successful at that dream while accomplishing i mean like the RM, like an RMT uh, career is no small, uh, small, you know, small feat <laughs> no. because the schooling that you go through on top of that, mm-hmm. you know, can can be a lot. Um, do you mm-hmm. feel like the the yoga has been an asset to your massage career? I know you mentioned like it's great because you can give the stretches to your your clients after. Do you feel that it's um, uh, now you also mentioned self-care that's that's important do you feel like it's been a huge asset to your career as a massage therapist I think so I think even just like the <clears throat> like you know just the breathing mm-hmm. I use that a lot and just getting people to you know like when I when we go into session and treatment I just get them I remind them to like do the diaphragmatic breathing and it's really important to me. I feel like most massage therapists, obviously, but just creating that calm environment, (laughs) you know, quiet. And, you know, so I think it's helped me a lot. And I definitely do use the stretches a lot and Mm -hmm. the poses a lot and the mindfulness component a lot with my clients, you know, so I think it's really good. And I think the fact that when, you know, clients book a massage with me and they see that I'm also a certified yoga teacher, it just, it just, I feel like it gives them like a, a bit more of a taste into like who I am, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like what the experience would be like. I don't know, you know? So, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the skills that you have as a massage therapist, um, it will, I, I've, there's, we've got a, a few, of course, uh, and it's only been four years. So that's pretty cool. You, you'd have, um, Aishiatsu as one of your skills, mm-hmm. which I find is actually super rare. Um, and, but super, um, beneficial to have both for yeah. the, um, well-being of the therapist and the longevity of a career, I believe. And, uh, and just great for deep tissue. Can you explain, now that I've given it away a little bit, but can you, <laughs> can you explain a little bit about why you, uh, you got into Aishiatsu and, and how you, you practice it, um, as well? Yeah. So for me, I love, yeah, so I love massaging and everything. Like, it's definitely a passion of mine. Um, and it's important to me that I'm like, okay, if I want to be able to do this <laughs> for most of my life, I want to make sure, yeah, like the self-care, like that I'm still taking care of my body and I'm not destroying my body. Um, so I found out about Ashiatsu through, I think I was like at a volunteer event with a bunch of massage therapists and someone, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, yes, I do Ashiatsu. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we use, we massage with our feet. And as soon as they said the feet, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, this is right up my alley. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to I need to do this like anything a little bit 
different, I'm I get really excited about and very okay. curious. I always want to like learn and yeah, learn new skills. So I went for a session first, mm-hmm. and as soon as yeah, the massage therapist put her feet on me, I'm like, this is amazing because <laughs> it doesn't feel like feet. It's so cool. Right. So right away, I signed up for the training. I think that was only a year, a year um, into being a massage a year into being an RMT then mm-hmm. I signed up for this training so I've been doing it almost just as long as regular Swedish massage mm-hmm. um, anyway so it's amazing so there's two yeah there's two like parallel bars that you mount into the ceiling and then you're holding on to them while also hold, uh, standing on the table mm-hmm. and to, for balance and then yeah I instead of using my hands I use my feet to massage and usually it's one foot on at a time um, sometimes both of my feet when I'm holding myself up and, um, keep my feet obviously nice and soft. So they're mm-hmm. not all gross <laughs> and yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing for deep tissue. Um, just cause obviously I can put so much more pressure because I'm standing mm-hmm. and the power is coming from my leg, um, body weight. Um, but it's also good for relaxation too, not just deep tissue, but obviously it, it's, amazing for that and yeah it's amazing and then you know for when I'm doing trigger point work you know usually like you know I'm using we use our elbow or thumb or whatever it is knuckles um I use the heel and what's nice about the heel is it's super soft and it's not overly bony right so you can actually you can actually sink into the muscle tissue a little bit deeper because it's not as, you know, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, where do you practice right now? So I practice at it's called Relax. Okay. Massage therapy clinic. Um, yeah. So there's several locations around Ottawa, but I work at the one in Almont. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, and you at that location, you're able to uh, go between your ashiatsu and your Swedish techniques um, as well, or because, like you're saying, that the parallel bars you don't have to be installed. Um, do, so, do you have a space at Relax that you're able to go between mm-hmm. the two? Yeah. So, we have the bars set up in one of the rooms. So, to be honest, though, most of most of my clients now prefer ashiatsu so in the day I'd say like if I'm seeing like five people four out of four out of the five want the ashiatsu usually so I usually just keep it set up I usually just keep it set up but then you know someone just wants me working with my hands and it's super simple I just move the stools out of the way and then I just you know it's it's very easy to switch between the two which I like a lot okay Um, and actually I like actually having I like the variety in the day too, you know, and I like doing both. Keeps me inspired. Oh no, for sure. Um how mm-hmm. what was the reaction um of your your clients maybe that they've been long time hands-on clients and then you get your then they try um ashiatsu for the first time. What's some of the feedback? Some are <laughs> some are a little skeptical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some are like, "What are you talking about, cat?" and I'm like, "Just trust me." So I usually, you know, those that I've had, like, that I've been working with, and, you know, we've built up a relationship, like, they trust me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, they're like, I trust you, like, if you think this would be good for 
my body. I'm like, you know, but some are some are a little skeptical because they're. I, I find some people are a little bit weird about feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, it's a little it's a little different. But what I usually tell those people is, I'm like, just you know, I'll I'll try it for five minutes, see how it feels, and if you don't like it, I just use my hands. But 99% of the time, they prefer the feet. So I don't know pretty awesome no that is that is great um yeah that's one yeah. of the the benefits as well as to just having that diversity in your technique um you know as you said like give it a try if it's not for you well it doesn't change you know anything about really our treatment except i'll just jump off the, the table exactly. and I'm use like, my hands very simple, yeah it's a very quick quick transition so <laughs> Excellent. So that would lead me with the Ashiatsu. That was part of how I sort of learned about you was because there was a peer group of uh, massage therapists working together in this photo that I obviously stalked um, that uh, <laughs> that that that, um, that you were tagged in. Um, can you uh, give a little bit more background on that? Is that a regular thing? Um, what was going on um, for the for that session for the peer group mm-hmm. it was a while ago yeah i'm trying to remember now um do you remember what the name of it was no i don't remember no. but it was i peer mean just group. the concept in general like a, like massage therapists getting together to just share their techniques or oh, you know yes, that yes, kind yes. of thing right yes 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 okay so i think i know what you're talking about i got together I'm I'm pretty sure what you're talking about was when I got together with it was with Nathan and mm-hmm. some of the other students in my class. Yeah, it was just like a small the small group of us. Yeah. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um yeah, that was really fun. Actually, we, we wanted to do that again. Um the idea was yeah, it was Nathan and um the other my other classmates and some of the classmates from the other from the other year. Um we got together at one of the girls' house and we all just, you know, shared some thing, new things that we were learning, um, you know, sharing techniques. I showed them a bit of ashiatsu, you know, like we all were, it was really fun, you know, mm-hmm. um, and practiced on each other. It was, I don't know. It was, it was really, it was really, really fun to learn from each other. Oh, absolutely. Especially after quite a yeah. few like years of experience um, yeah, and then sort of bringing sure. some of your key, you know, techniques that are really helping um, clients mm-hmm. um, or just something that makes something really unique about about what you do um, mm-hmm. uh, that you can share. I feel like that's really great for other massage therapists just to learn what it is that you do. Maybe they will never consider doing um, ashiatsu themselves, but just having experienced that technique um, knowing that you do it, it builds up that referral network as well. Exactly. 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 So, so I mean, certainly totally things, it. yeah, like definitions of techniques that we might not know um, exactly what they are. Um, now you can mm-hmm. you can actually explain it to your client because you've had it done. Or, I mean, they they come with to us all the time with questions about like, oh, have you mm-hmm. heard about this technique? Or what do you think about this? And then if you can speak from mm-hmm. experience, it, it really makes a big difference. Absolutely. So, and you were saying you'd, you'd love to tr- do that um, again. I would also love to, to, to experience that as well within, um, you know, my, with my colleagues. Uh, I think that it's, it's really important. And I know that life can be busy, um, of course, but, uh, but yeah, I think that that's, uh, it was really 
excited to see that and 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 that's yeah. what yeah that's wonderful I think that's personally how I learned the best is doing the things and seeing and watching because you know that when I go for sessions when I go for my own massages that's where I learn the most mm-hmm. because I'm I'm like oh wow what the heck was that that was really amazing and then I, I remember it and then I start using that and kind of make it my own in my in, in massages or even if oh I didn't like that so it's like I'm always that's how we learn so to come together and I think it's an amazing way to just keep growing yeah as a massage therapist for sure absolutely um so you mentioned um earlier when you were with yoga being an asset using the breathing technique um i noticed that you've also done some yoga outdoors um in the winter time um (laughs) and that obviously involves um a certain type of of breath (laughs) breath work um, yeah. as well can you do you want to give a little background on maybe why you were you were doing that or what the <laughs> benefits are yeah I was test I was so I I was um been getting into like I don't know if you've heard of a Wim Hof mm-hmm. method yeah yeah so I'm not an I'm not an expert on it but I've been reading up on it here and there and I watched a little like documentary on him too are you able to give just um, a little bit about yeah. um about him yeah so let me try. Okay. Yeah. I hope I'm <laughs> people are definitely probably more experts at this than me, but he, so he created this. So I guess he was depressed. Um, and he, I think he like jumped off this man jumped off. He's like a researcher. He like jumped off a bridge because he was depressed. And then he went into like freezing cold water and the freezing cold water literally like lit up his system and then when he came out, he felt completely different. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, what Like, what happened there? And then he realized that the cold water actually, like, it it, it, it kind of just, like, lit up his system, mm-hmm. you know? And so then he started researching, like, all these things, you know, like, about what, what is it that cold does, like, cold therapy. Um, and he realized that, you know, it can, like, change our mood and... Um, increase our immune system and all of the systems in our body digestive system everything the cold it's like a shock to the body Mm -hmm. it like puts your it puts your body into fight or flight like a stress state for a moment but Mm -hmm. then it shows you how quickly that you can come back so he developed yeah a thing called the Wim Hof method and so he you know you're supposed to go into like cold water and he has a specific breathing that you do so um, it's through the mouth, so it's like pretty intense breathing, mm-hmm. and it's he says to do that so that when you're in the cold, it's like you you're taking instead of you know getting caught up in how cold it is, you're taking you're taking like the control back by b- focusing on your breath, and you're becoming mindful of the breath, and then you're in the power. Yeah. So, so. The reason why I was doing yoga outside is because that was also in the documentary that I watched. Okay. He had he had the people jump into the cold water and then after do yoga outside. So I was like, oh, I'm curious to do this. So I did it, and then I was doing the breath like with the through the open mouth, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was like pretty challenging at first, but it's amazing how quickly your body you know can adapt to it and get used to it, and then. 
after I did the session, when I went back inside, I felt amazing like throughout the rest of the day. So I do that once in a while. And I, and I do have like a routine. I do the cold showers in the morning. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I have not really gotten sick in a long time. Right. (laughs) So it's really, really good for you. So whoever's, you know, people are listening to this, definitely look more into that. Of course, yeah. But no, it is it is pretty fascinating. He's a really interesting yeah. man for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Have you used much of your musical uh, talents and, and gifts there and, and your experience to uh, experiment with mus- music as a healing therapy or using it um, as part of your massage techniques or massage practice at all? Yeah, that's. I'm happy you asked me that because... Uh, I for, I haven't been incorporating it into massages with clients yet, mm-hmm. but I have been healing myself with my voice. Okay. Um, yeah, because so it's like sound healing. So mm-hmm. you know, like when you're in yoga and like you're doing you know, you know the om yeah like om at the beginning of class. So some some teachers do it more than others, but you can actually go to sound healing sessions. So I've been getting more curious about that. I'm like, how can I, like, I'm like, I feel like when I'm singing, I'm actually healing myself. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> so I realized it's like when you're singing and creating these sounds, you're creating vibrations in your body. And mm-hmm. it's literally like it's it's releasing <laughs> blockages from your body. So I've been doing that every day, like just oming and I don't know if you're familiar with like the chakras in mm-hmm. the body, if you've heard of that word. So yeah. yeah, so the chakras. So starting at like the base of the spine, you know, we have like the root chakra, then the sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. Mm-hmm. So I bring like my hands to, I start at like the base of the chakras and I create a sound that resonates with that spot and you can kind of feel it. It starts low and then you get higher and higher and higher. And yeah, it's, pretty amazing sound healing i'm i'm getting i'm i'm getting more and more into that i feel like i will be incorporating that eventually more into what i'm doing but right now i'm just exploring with my own self (laughs) yeah no that sounds um that sounds amazing and and Mm -hmm. can you give an example like you're you're working with the chakras as you've described you know you you said that you can you're experiencing that healing yourself are you able to give an example of of how you would feel before and how you would feel after how you Mm -hmm. how you know there's a change yeah so for example i have like one perfect example in my mind so um i was yeah, this is a pretty cool example. So I was actually at the re- the recording studio and I was in the singing booth and I was just trying to, you know, do a take, like singing one of the songs. And I was getting so frustrated because I felt like my voice was so blocked that day. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, I just felt like my throat, it was like, I wasn't singing from, you know, my diaphragm. It was more like, you know, just like uh, nasally sounding. And I'm like, I don't know. It felt like I couldn't get there. So I was like, I just need a minute. So I, I, I walked outside and then I did like the oming. Well, mm-hmm. I did some breathing and then I did the oming. And I literally, I literally felt when I was moving up to my throat, I literally felt like energy move mm-hmm. <laughs> up and out. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I just released something. Uh, and then as soon as I did that, I felt like I was singing more from my entire body and like okay. lower belly and diaphragm 
So it was like there was something blocked there. And it was interesting because so then I went back into the singing booth and I was singing perfectly fine. And I felt like it was just way my voice. My voice was way more open. Mm -hmm. And that later that night, it was funny. I was super emotional and having like an emotional release. And I'm like, I think I actually I really do believe that, you know, like there's trapped emotions in the body and Mm -hmm. then we can release them. We can release it through sound we could release it through there's many ways we can release it Mm -hmm. but I definitely released I definitely released it through sound because then I was experiencing some emotions don't know what what it was don't know why I didn't need to know but I was feeling I was feeling it (laughs) and then I let it pass and then I was fine so it's really really fascinating I find sound very fascinating no that um, cool of course and and I mean with your background that makes that makes sense I think that's amazing that you want to um explore that more Mm -hmm. and you also have a Reiki um background as well Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that sounds I'm just thinking out loud I mean that sounds like a really wonderful combination to have oh, that yeah. you know that hands-on with the vibration of the sound um to to really um make some changes with clients that would be amazing yes I feel that's that's coming very cool <laughs> it, um, it, well so I mentioned that I work at the peace room you know, teaching the class, but I also offer, um, I call it Reiki massage. Mm-hmm. I, I should have mentioned this earlier. So I do, um, see clients, um, at the peace room too. And okay. I made it more. So like when I'm working at relax, it's definitely more, you know, Swedish massage, Ashiatsu. I don't really do much Reiki just cause I find I don't, I don't know. It doesn't attract as much clients that want that there, mm-hmm. but at the peace room, I find it does attract more people that are looking for that more spiritual energetic thing Mm -hmm. so so yeah I definitely I do the Reiki and massage but I can see yeah definitely I can see myself adding more like the sound healing elements and like what you said for sure so excited about that very cool I'm excited to uh Mm -hmm. yeah to hear more about that and definitely keep me updated Uh, the music is not one of my strong suits at all so I will be happy to (laughs) refer her for (laughs) for that um I I have a couple actually I there's a quote that I again because I kind of go down the rabbit hole of, of people when I'm researching um so anybody future on this podcast you know beware um there's a quote that you posted on February 13th um it says you will always find a subtle sparkle in the shadow if you keep your eyes open I thought how appropriate uh, I know that was in February but I mean how appropriate for a time like now um is there anything more you can you can speak on on that? Um, just mm-hmm. what was going on at the time, or or how mm-hmm. you're feeling now? Mm-hmm. I think that was like there was it was like I was sitting at a piano or something. I think mm-hmm. I remember exactly. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's I'm really I'm really really happy actually that you noticed that. That made me really that made me smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that definitely applies to the times we're in right now. Just yeah, so. I, I feel like what it means to me is just regardless of like what's going on, like I know like we're in some hard times and it's stressful and there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of fear, a lot of fear and worry. Um, so it's to me is can 
what else is possible? Like, what am I not seeing that's actually beautiful or that's a gift or, um, you know, what am I not seeing that's beautiful about this time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much like the sparkle. Cause I do feel like there's always something, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always something. So for me, it's okay. This is an opportunity. I'm going to view it as an opportunity to really focus on art and creating, you know, mm-hmm. instead of getting wrapped up in all of the fear and all of that stuff, trying to find the little glimpse of light because it's always there. Hence the sparkle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't think know if that answered your no, question. Of well. course it did. I, that's, that, <laughs> you know, that's how you feel. That's wonderful. And, and it doesn't, and you sort of, you know, alluded to it. It doesn't sound like you're, uh, you're, you're stressed. You're four years into the practice, which is fairly new, really. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you've got um, a lot of, of wonderful things that, that you are passionate about and that you, um, that you get involved in. Um, but during this time, I mean, as you said, like not, getting involved with the fear but because there are so many massage therapists right now who are in it <laughs> they oh yeah uh, so again you've, you're so new to the practice but you don't sound stressed you know um know. you're just very easygoing and and really like you said seeing the the sparkle in in the opportunity yep exactly exactly and knowing that it'll pass yeah. Because everything does pass, you know, I just think it's, it does no good to worry ever. Right. <laughs> it never does any good to worry. And I know that's easier said than done, but, you know, that's where like, you know, like meditating and, you know, all these things can help lower the stress and keep everyone, you know, keep calm. But I definitely don't think that the fearing and getting sucked into that will do any good. So, <laughs> And it definitely sounds like it's coming more from like your personality and your attitude about it all. Is there anything else mm-hmm. that you feel you've set yourself up for, um, like maybe financially or like your living situation? It just, um, you know, massage therapy can can obviously be very unpredictable for income. Um, do you feel like there's there's no stress because of ways that you've set yourself up um, in these four years? Or regardless, you're just like, well, this this is just the way that it's going to be. I'm going to I'm going to write it out. Um, well, I'm definitely in an in, I'm lucky I'm in a comfortable position financially, mm-hmm. so I don't have too many worries there. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm just letting it ride. Really, I am not. Um, I'm just taking it one day at a time, and I'm like, I don't know what'll happen, mm-hmm. but I know. I know that I'll be okay. I Good. just feel like I always know that I'll be okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all will, really, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Good. I'm sure there's many, many people that needed to hear that, so I appreciate yeah. that for sure. Um, You're welcome. Uh, can I uh, ask about, you know, you mentioned meditation. Can I talk a little bit or, or ask you about your your own um, self-care routine, which you refer to as self-love, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, can yeah. you tell me more about your routine? And then I want to know what you feel can be best for a therapist right now and maybe advice you're giving your clients. So a few. For sure. For sure. So my routine 
I used to be super strict and do the same thing every day. But now I've learned that, you know, to me, self-love is every day is usually different. I'm not always, we're not always different every day. We're not always doing the same every day. So it's just, I just make sure every day I'm checking in with my body and, you know, talking, pretty much talking to my body, like, body, how can I best serve you today? And having a little discussion with my body. And, um, but I do make sure I do some form of, you know, whether it's sitting, meditating, or I really like walking meditations too. I do that a lot out in nature. Like there's so many different forms of meditation. Mm -hmm. So that's, what's beautiful. Like we can all, cause I like variety. I find if I'm doing the same thing every day, I, I don't actually feel the benefits of it cause it feels too routine and forced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. So I wake up, I do some form of meditation and um, another thing I do, every, non like non-negotiable for me is daily movement, 100%. Like moving the body every like we need to move our bodies every mm -hmm. day, 100%. That to me is like my meditation too, moving meditation. So, but that changes too. So um, again, it's checking in with my body. So if I feel super you know tired and achy and my muscles are super sore from like I don't know previous exercise or something I did then I'll be more gentle um but yeah it's usually some form of I'm really into like yoga and dance and you know um body weight like callous callous how do I say that calisthenics, calisthenics. now I'm yeah I don't calisthenics. yeah I can't even pronounce that word I don't know so those are like my favorite and yeah um you also asked me so that would be that would be good recommendations. For, I mean, what your self care routine um, would be a good recommendation for therapists to experiment with as well, like getting some movement um, mm -hmm. in their in their day to day, a little bit of meditation, oh, depending yeah. on that variety. Any any mm -hmm. other advice you would give to yeah. therapists? Yeah. So another thing I forgot to mention is um, <laughs> working on our own selves. So um, massage, self-massage, I forgot to say that. So that is huge, huge, especially now that, you know, it's kind of hard. I feel like everyone needs to hear this because no one is really getting massages right now, <laughs> you know? So it's so important. Massage is so healing. So, um, you know, even just, you know, looking on YouTube, looking at like self-massage videos, or um, I have really amazing um those like yoga tune-up balls mm -hmm. which i use pretty much every day so you know i recommend i always tell my clients to use those balls like lacrosse balls the yoga tune-up balls or like whatever little balls things you have or like the um the foam rollers and you know getting into those muscle the spots that are you know like achy like the knot and like holding and you know moving around, stretching. So like those are the types of things that I tell my clients right now <laughs> to keep up with while they can't see me. Yeah. Um, but also that's what I do for myself. Pretty much, you know, if not every day, then every other day, you know, mm -hmm. just keeping up with it so that it doesn't get bad. And then another thing is Epsom salt baths are like my, one of my number one favorite forms of self-love too. Okay. <laughs> so those are amazing for the entire body and muscles too. So these are all really, really great tools. 
So you're for using, everyone. yeah, absolutely for for yourself. Um, so regard. So when we're all able to go back to um, touching each other again for uh, for work, um, are we? Are you differentiating um, self massage from getting a massage? Like, do you still advise therapists to um, to self massage um, after all of this, or do you still advocate for like getting? massages as well or a combination of the two Mm, I think a combination of both because Mm -hmm. you can't you know like usually people go for a massage I feel like you know once a month or once every two weeks or I don't know how often people can go but between the sessions it's you know you definitely need to keep up with it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) because sometimes it can be a long time between sessions and then things are getting bad and, you know, if you're feeling achy and sore. So I always suggest combining the two. I feel like that's optimal for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like to add to our conversation today? Hmm. Based on what we've yeah. talked about so far. Hmm. I guess just I hope that, you know, everyone just stays calm and <laughs> just, you know, chooses to do these forms of self-love and, you know, takes care of their bodies and minds during these times, not getting too wrapped up in the stress and worry and, you know, mm-hmm. filling up your own cup, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're obviously taking care of yourself. How, I mean, it's for my, for me, it's been, uh, four weeks since I've been hands-on with, uh, a client. How is your body feeling about not massaging? I definitely miss it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, lucky for me, I do have, um, one therapist friend of mine that we, we've been working on each other just a little bit. Um, so keeping up with it a little bit, um, but I definitely, my body feels, my body feels surprisingly good though for, yeah. for not massaging for this long. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's almost a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice, but I definitely miss doing it just because I love it, but mm. yeah. Amazing. How does your body feel? Yeah, it's about, it's about the same. I uh, like, yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't I mean I usually get massages maybe every two weeks right now I'm getting into a good routine and um Mm -hmm. so I was wondering obviously how my body would feel without the massage but then I think without the work uh that creates some of my (laughs) tensions uh I think that it's it's doing pretty pretty good I'm quite surprised I know silver lining yeah just to get that that break I know. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. absolutely. So where can people find you? Um, you mentioned the EP uh, found is available on all of the platforms right now, but you can mm-hmm. you definitely push that again. And then where, uh, yeah, so where, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? So you can find me on, I'm, I'm the most active on Instagram. Okay. So if you look up cat, um, cat K-A-T underscore pug, like the dog P-U-G. Um, that's, you know, my page where I post all of my music stuff. I kind of also combine my personal life in there too. I find it's kind of fun. 
So you can find, and I post everything about music stuff there. So like any shows or releases and all that. But then I also have a YouTube page, YouTube channel. So same thing. If you look up Cat Pug, you'll see it there. So I'm posting, I've been posting a lot actually there. So like live <clears throat> videos and stuff. And then on Facebook, you could find me too, Cat, Cat Pug. Um, I don't post as much Facebook, but getting better at that. And um yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And then massage wise, you're at Relax in Almont, Almont and um, then the Peace Room as well here in uh, yes. Ottawa. Yes. So if you look up um, Relax Almont, you you'll and you you'll be brought to the website, and then you can you know, you know you'll see my face there in my bio. So if you're curious to book in with me when these times. <laughs> Our, uh, when we're back to working, you can book with me there. And then, yeah, the same thing with the Peace Room. You can look online and you'll see the class that I teach. And you could also book in the um, Reiki massage sessions with me there, too. Wonderful. When it's back up and running again. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, it was really wonderful to, uh, again, meet you over the podcast and to chat with you. Um, I feel that this was a really uplifting um session there's a lot of great self-care advice in here as well for therapists and uh, for clients that that happen to be listening um, I think it's one that they can come back to again and again as well just to be reassured um, that everything's yeah. going to be okay because it will <laughs> yeah <laughs> so thanks for taking the time to uh, to chat with me uh, especially you. it's a it's Saturday. Oh, no, of course, it's a Saturday morning. But as we discussed before recording, I mean, it's not a typical Saturday yeah. morning right now. <laughs> totally. All yeah. right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, Kat. Thank you. You too. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Radical RMT. Please support Kat's new EP called Found on all music platforms. You can also find Kat on Instagram and YouTube by searching for Cat Pug. There are also more links and notes from this episode on the podcast website, theradicalrmt.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please write a review and share it with another Radical RMT. That's all for now, and I hope you have an awesome day. episode, please write a review and share it with another Radical RMT. That's all for now, and I hope you have an awesome day.